The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, we've been told before about the amazing healing and energy power of mushrooms, but did you know what effect this has had on repopulating the bees? You'll find out that and more, so listen close. Plus, later we'll tell you what's going on around town and what's new at Mother's Market. But first up, Jerry Angelini is a licensed psychotherapist and complementary therapist. He's been in private practice for over 25 years using complementary practices to support health and wellness. And Jerry combines ethnobotanical practices from Chinese, Indian, European, and Native American traditions along with psychotherapy, food dietary supplements, massage, Reiki, Qigong, and various spiritual and energy work practices. Along with his private practice, Jerry is currently the national science educator and part of the formulation team for host defense organic mushrooms and we welcome him to the mother's market radio show and jerry how are you i'm well thank you how are you today great thanks excellent why don't you fill our audience a little bit on your mission work before we get to the show's topic Great. So I have been in private practice for uh, over 25 years. Uh, I work with just about anyone who has really struggled with their health and wellness. Uh, Most of the people that come into my private practice have been sick for a long time. They've been really struggling. They've engaged multiple uh, Western or allopathic practitioners and have really found no relief. So these are the kind of people that I've worked with for years, and we just, we we do their whole lives. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of one of those, you got to rebuild it from the ground up kind of a thing. It takes some time, it takes some patience, a lot of compassion, a lot of listening and understanding, and a lot of willingness and work. But most people, they feel better, uh, and they are more functional in their lives, and that's really what we're, we're going for. Excellent. Well, let's talk about today immunity for bees and humans. And um, that's what our subject is. And and what what is happening with honeybees in the world today? So there's this thing called colony collapse disorder that's occurring. And what we've found, science has been uh, looking into this because over the past five years, an alarming number of honeybees, they've just been dying. Uh, literally by the millions. Uh, and, and this year, the numbers are 42% of the beehives in the U.S. Uh, failed over the wintertime. Really? So if you think about that, if you were a dairy farmer and you had 100 cows, 42 would be dead wow. when you started up in the springtime. Wow. That's so uh, honeybees uh, take care of approximately 65% of the pollination of our food. And so if we continue to have these uh, increasing uh, deaths and losses of our honeybees, uh, that's 65% of our food that will not get pollinated. And that's, in fact, crisis stage. Because last year, although last winter it was 42%, the winter before it was 33% that were lost from the previous year. And we've been seeing increasing losses over the past five years. And we're seeing this across the globe. I just uh, spoke with an, a, a beekeeper for Manuka Honey in um, uh, New Zealand yesterday. He came by the booth, and he was talking about they're getting the varroa mites, and they're having to use pesticides now, mm. and so it's impacting even that, even in 
this is all the way in New Zealand, which is like on the other side of the world. Yeah. It's an island, and they're having infestations of a particular mite called the Varroa mite, which is, uh, it parasitizes the bees, but it also brings in viruses. Yeah. And so what happens is uh, these Varroa mites, with their, um, they're basically killing the bees because they suck their blood. You know, mm. it's like the vampire, I'm going to suck your blood, you know. <laughs> right. But not in a good way, right? Right, right. <laughs> and then um, they're exposing them to really significant viral um, uh, experiences. And then the, the bees are also being exposed to pesticides and glyphosate and other compounds uh, from conventional farmers that are not, the bees can't detoxify them. And so they're killing them, they're making them drunk, basically. Mm. They're toxifying them and they can't get back to the hive. Mm. So there are these uh, factors that are working in concert. It's almost like the perfect storm situation and it's literally devastating the honeybee, uh, the honeybees in the whole world. Uh, so it's not just the U.S. Uh, although we're seeing a significant increase as compared to other countries. Have they been affected by Zika virus at all? Do you know this? No, that's not one of them. These are um, viruses uh, similar to influenza virus. So, yeah, it's not the Zika virus. But this 42% that you're talking about um, that have failed, this is particularly in the United States. This is in the U.S. Wow. this winter. Oh, that's as devastating. It is. How can mushrooms help honeybees? So here's a really cool fact that most people really had no idea about. Bees go to trees that have polypore mushrooms growing on them and they drink the uh, exudate that the mushrooms secrete from their root structure, the mycelia. And it's this kind of Swedish water-like fluid that has a set of compounds in them that have been shown to reduce viral loads in honeybees by up to 90%. Really? Oh, yeah, this is really, really cool research. So Host Defense uh, has been partnering with the Washington State University, and they're using our liquid extracts uh, to support this uh, research uh, and to look into, is it possible that the mushroom mycelial exudates have compounds that can help bees' immunity? And we're seeing a significant and resounding yes. What? Yeah, it's really amazing. And so I, I'm, this is fascinating to right. me about this. Um, so this is the the way you found out this research was, I mean, you said you just doubled up with Washington State University. Right. Well, Dr. Paul Stamets actually has been a mycologist and has been growing mushrooms for decades. Mm -hmm. And he, in the 80s, he noticed these bees going to uh, a wood chip pile that had been inoculated with the garden giant mushroom. And uh, what the bees were doing is they were sipping up the fluid that the mushroom root structure, the mycelia, were secreting into the wood chips. And so fast forward 30 years, you know, uh, Dr. Stamets you know, connected with the Washington State University yeah. and engaged in this process of, well, you know, I noticed this and I noticed this and how about we do some tests? And they were like, yeah, let's do that. And the preliminary research came back very positively. These mushrooms, uh, especially our reishi and our chaga, uh, have shown the strongest production of virals uh, in bees. And one mushroom called the amadou mushroom was shown to increase the bee's lifespan, in some cases, over 33%. 
Wow, so, that's great. Yeah, it's really amazing. So it, it helps them live longer, they're healthier, it helps them do the work that they need to do so that they can do the pollination and take care of the little bees and the beehive and all that kind of great stuff. So yeah. we're replenishing them, that's exactly, wonderful. Yeah. So what are the simple ways we can all help honeybees? So this is a really important thing, like, uh, like what can we do that's really easy to help our honeybees? Well, first is, Stay away from conventional pesticides and fungicides uh, and uh, uh, and herbicides. Uh, we know for sure that those substances are taken up by the bees and it can negatively impact their liver detox pathways and then they can't get back. It also reduces uh, their their own probiotic microflora. Hmm. I know it's really strange. Bees have probiotic microflora too, just like we do. Hmm. Uh, but we know that these pesticides do, in fact, destroy their probiotic microflora, and it makes them less healthy. It reduces their lifespan, and it reduces their immunity. Hmm. So stay away from those things. Uh, another easy thing you can do is if you go to Washington State University, you can to donate directly to that research on bees, which is really awesome. You know, so if you're thinking like, oh, you know, bees are really, really important, we should make sure that they're good. Uh, we're, uh, Host Defense is creating a, a, an area where people can donate uh, so that we're donating up to $50,000 to this research product, uh, a project itself with uh, not just money, uh, but we're actually donating some of our liquid extracts so that they can continue to do the research. Uh, we want to make sure that they have all the support that they can. But we also want to get it out into the world so people can uh, understand that this is a really important consideration. Um, this is your food you're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, this is the majority of your food you're talking about. Uh, and these are simple ways that we, each of us, can engage in this really important uh, fight for our bees. Well, thank you. I think this is great that you are letting us know what, why it is so important. Um, so mushrooms can help bees' health, but how can they uh, support the human immune system? How is this connected? Great. So uh, eat, bees have immune systems. Humans have immune systems. Most of us only think about immunity kind of like in the wintertime. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, someone started sneezing, yeah. and, you know, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> or September, you know, when all the kids go back to school and they come back and everyone is sick, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, really, your immune system works 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's always there. Right? Because we hear about these, you know, virus scares or bacteria scares, and it just reminds us that, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be thinking about this all the time, aren't I? Right? Your immune system is one of their basic functional systems. If you did not have an immune system, you'd be dead. <laughs> right? Uh, some of us, we're we old enough to remember the boy in the bubble. Oh, yeah, the boy in the plastic right? bubble, right. Right, and he had uh, basically multiple aspects of his immune system were non-functional, and he had to live in this plastic bubble, like, poor, for his right? short life, right? <laughs> right? And this is what would happen if we didn't have an immune system. But mm -hmm. what we recognize is that not only do many people have... Um, uh, reduced immune functioning, we're also seeing that many people have hyperreactive immune responses. So like this is a person that, you know, walks into their friend's house, um, uh, the cat comes up to them and then they start sneezing or their eyes start itching. Or, you know, that wonderful time in August when mm -hmm. ragweed pollen just goes all over the place and your immune system hyperreacts. So what we realize about the immune system is a balanced response is really what we want to go for. 
And the cool thing about mushrooms is that there are many compounds in mushrooms. Some support certain aspects of your immune system so that you can deal with things like pathogens better and uh, even uh, rogue cells that have started to grow out of control. Uh, and these are called natural killer cells and macrophages. We really want those nice and strong in our body. But there are other compounds that help reduce overreactivity. Uh, and these are called triterpenoids. And what they do is they reduce those inflammatory cytokines in our system that create that feeling of the itchy eyes and the swollen throat and the red and the irritated. Mm -hmm. So really the mushroom, the whole mushroom has these multiple compounds that balance and support our immune system so that it's functioning uh, in an appropriate manner. Well, this is really interesting, and I love how you're tying everything in and yeah. teaching us about this. Uh, thank you. And right now we have to take a quick break, but Great. more in just a moment. Don't go away. We will be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high-quality, great-tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with Her Life Stages. The first of its kind, comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to the past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Jerry Angelini. And we're talking about immunity for bees and humans and the connection. And it's so interesting, Jerry. Uh, do mushrooms only support immunity? That's really a, a great question because when people, if they even know about mushrooms, the first thing they think about is your immune system. And what we have found in not just research, but the ethnobotanical practices of uh, the traditional Chinese medicine and, and even Ayurvedic uh, or the continental Indian medicine, uh, what they have found is that mushrooms have many compounds that support other systems in your body as well. So you kind of get more for your money. Right? Yeah, so you yeah. most think, uh, this isn't just about your immune system. This is really about your whole body and helping you function better. Well, I think this is so fascinating. Um, something that also caught my eyes, uh, can we use mushrooms for our memory? Absolutely. There's one specific mushroom called the lion's mane mushroom. The lion's mane? Yeah, lion's mane. Uh, it's a white mushroom. It's kind of uh, round in its, uh, when it grows out, and it has these little icicle-like uh, 
uh, tentacles on it. And it looks really like a white pom-pom. <laughs> it's an edible mushroom. It's pretty tasty. Uh, if you slice it up thin and saute it until it's crispy, it tastes a little like lobsters, mm. which is nice for vegans that want to have a little lobster experience. You can get some lion's mane. There are some really amazing compounds in lion's mane that help our neurological functioning. So uh, that's in our, just, you know, our hands and feet and our legs and arms, but also our brain and our memory. So these compounds help our brain, our neurological system function more efficiently and effectively. And this is done, we've seen some human clinical trials on this, which is always wonderful. So we know that it, it might take a couple weeks to get into the system because the neurological system moves a little slower than some of the other ones, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, after a couple of weeks, most people respond that, oh, you know, I, I remembered where I left my keys this morning. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> or like, what was that person's name? Oh, yeah, now I remember, you know. So they, uh, most people report that their memory seems to function a little bit better when they're using the lion's mane mushroom supplement. And so they, oh, it's a supplement? Yeah. Okay, that's Yeah, we have gonna... a liquid as well as a capsule. Oh, yeah. oh, that's good news. Okay. And how do mushrooms support the heart? Um, uh, one particular mushroom, reishi, has been used in traditional Chinese medicine for over 2,000 years. And uh, much of the research on reishi uh, shows that it's a tonic for our whole body. And what tonics do is they help our body function more efficiently and effectively. Uh, they do this uh, by just providing our system with nutrients that it kind of plugs in wherever it needs to. Uh, in regards to the heart function, in the cardiovascular system, reishi has been shown to balance or normalize a lot of the indicators associated with our blood work and our cardiovascular system. So mm. things like triglyceride levels and low-density lipoproteins, those get brought back, uh, uh, you know, uh, under control a little bit. Uh, High-density lipoproteins, the ones that we really like, those are also supported by reishi. Uh, and it can help uh, us be a little more relaxed without having us fall asleep. So it energizes us, it provides adrenal support, but it does it and gives you a little bit of a zen experience while you're doing it. So it takes you out of that uh, alpha, like, you know, uh, I, I, gotta, I gotta do it, I gotta do it now, I gotta do it now, into this, I'll get it done. Yeah, we're, we're okay. We're, we're going to get it done. So reishi is a really beautiful mushroom to help your whole body, but can also support your cardiovascular system. Oh, this is great. I yeah. love how you're describing everything for us. Thank you. Uh, now, can, can mushrooms be energizing as well? Yeah, so uh, reishi does support adrenal functioning. It can give you a really nice energy as you go through your day. Uh, in fact, all of the mushrooms uh, are tonic in that concept from the Chinese, uh, y uh, what's called kidney yin support. It gives you that constitutional energy to get through your day a little bit more gracefully. One, however, cordyceps, and many people have actually heard of cordyceps, is really energizing. It's very warming. Uh, it gives you a lot of... Um, yeah, vim and vigor, really. <laughs> so, you know, for people that tend to uh, have difficulty with energy, for people that run a little cold, maybe they're, uh, they're, they lack spark in their life, cordyceps has really been shown uh, through centuries of use and some really beautiful research to re-engage that spark and bring warmth into people's body and uh, energize them. Hmm. 
What about um, can mushrooms help with metabolism? Right. So that's always a great question. Many people are like, you know, I feel like my metabolism is a little slow. Uh, and definitely mushrooms have been shown to kind of help various aspects of uh, blood glucose regulation. Like maitake helps balance blood glucose regulation and something called insulin sensitivity. Hmm. And that's how readily your cells take blood, uh, take glucose out of the blood so that you can make your own ATP or cellular energy with that. Uh, reishi is gently energizing. Cordyceps is strongly energizing and can help, uh, you know, kickstart your metabolism and give you a little more warmth and energy. So, hmm. yeah, it's really wonderful. We find most mushrooms do provide an energizing quality, and it's really best to take your mushroom supplement in the morning and around noon so that you don't get that 3 p.m. slump, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. But if you take your mushrooms at 9 p.m., many people report that in about an hour, they get a second wind, mm. and they start looking for projects in their home. Oh, my gosh, that's funny. <laughs> At nighttime, and so they're yeah. up all night long. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, you know, if you're going to go out to a club, that's a great <laughs> thing. Uh, take two cordici, you'll have a blast. Oh, you really will. Yeah. But if you want to be up at 6 in the morning, take it before 6 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yep, you just have that, that extra sense of uh, energy, right? Exactly. That positive energy. Right. Um, what about mushrooms? Are they appropriate for everyday use? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, many times people ask, you know, this is uh, a tonic, it's energizing, you know, it's supposed to support my immune system, uh, should I be taking a break? And the reality is, is you don't have to. Like, you can, in fact, use mushrooms every day. And the reason we know this is uh, many of these medicinal mushrooms, quote-unquote medicinal mushrooms, <laughs> these are mushrooms that are edible. Mm. And they've been used in cultures as food sources every single day. And there's this one amazing research article that was done in the Nagano Prefecture in Japan. The uh, Anokitaki farmers in this uh, area, this uh, prefecture, uh, they had a 33% reduced incidence and prevalence of cancer and mm. mortality from cancers wow. as compared to the rest of the people in that prefecture. So they were all eating the same foods and had the same lifestyles. The only difference is the farmers ate Anokitaki, farmers uh, Anokitaki mushrooms every single day. Wow. Wow. So we know that it, in fact, can help you live a really vital life and it can help your immune system engage in the job it's supposed to do which is protect you from pathogens and you know rogue cells and it's supposed to your immune system is supposed to maintain this balanced relationship in your body so that it doesn't overreact either and so we know that these mushrooms have been used and can be used on a daily basis uh, with great benefit to our health and wellness and what at what age can people start taking these supplements i usually say two and older you know, uh, up until around 18 months old, uh, you know, babies and children, they have this developing digestive tract. Uh, <laughs> mushrooms tend to be very complex substances. You have to cook them. Don't ever eat a raw mushroom. You will not be able to get anything from it. You don't have any of the enzymes to, to actually digest it. So you have to cook it. Um, but after that, two years and older, perfect. 
And what, I'm just kind of curious, what is your path? How, what got you involved with this? Uh, I have been using the host defense mushrooms in my private practice for over 15 years, uh, back before Paul actually went and made host defense, which has been around almost nine years now. Uh, he was supplying mushrooms to practitioners and to other companies uh, for them to put into their products. And I would buy it by the kilo, uh, and I would have my patients on mushrooms. And to this day, almost every single patient I work with gets some kind of mushroom in their protocol. Oh, yeah, I, and it's a foundational uh, re, uh, uh, um, uh, set of compounds to rebuild the system. So I really, I love them. I think they're amazing substances. Wow. Well, yeah. it's been really interesting. Thank you for enlightening us and, and teaching us about even the bee story, too. I think it's been really interesting. So thank you. You're Jerry. most welcome. Yeah. And some great advice. And uh, we appreciate you having uh, having you on. In the meantime, you can get more information on this website. It's called hostdefense.com. And we look forward to our next visit. If you've ever enjoyed the delicious food inside our kitchen, you may have tried this tasty dish. Now you can make it yourself. This recipe is for non-dairy rice pudding. It's a mother's market and kitchen recipe. Great for people who are not having dairy but still want to enjoy that luscious rice pudding. One half pound organic brown rice cooked, one half cup organic currants, one half pound organic firm tofu, two cups organic soy milk, one tablespoon orange zest, one tablespoon lemon zest, one half teaspoon nutmeg, one half teaspoon cinnamon, one quarter cup organic honey, two tablespoons egg replacer, two tablespoons island granulated tapioca. First, you want to preheat your oven to 275 degrees and grease the bottom of an 8 by 8 baking pan. You place your cooked rice and currants in the bottom of the pan and you want to firmly pat it down to make an even layer. Next, place your remaining ingredients in a food processor and blend until smooth. Pour the liquid mixture over the rice and currant layer and lightly smooth to make it even. Bake for one hour and 20 minutes. After cooking, place it in the refrigerator for one hour before cutting into squares. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market radio show and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mothers recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.